What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you guys for tuning in, logging on, checking out the War Report radio series. Make sure you guys like and subscribe to us on the iTunes podcast channel under War Report radio series. You type it in, we're going to pop right up. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at War Report Radio straight through and on Instagram, War underscore Report underscore radio. Now, today's episode uh, is also going to be released on October 8th. Uh, pre-recorded this past Friday with uh, two special guests that joined me for another Friday kind of roundtable discussion, which uh, were Mike Hobbs and Just Win, uh, two familiar voices by now on the War Report. If you tuned into the previous episode, so and then they joined me again this week to talk about some very pressing issues and how we can start to solve and start to heal in the Black community. So I'm really, I'm really excited to give you guys this episode. I'm not going to waste too much of your time because the interview did run a, a little bit long, but a lot of gems nonetheless. Please listen up out there and uh, get what you can from it. Absolutely, man. Make sure you guys like and subscribe again on iTunes podcast section, man. I'm going to sign out right here. Jared Adams, man. Peace. Okay, so welcome back to the War Report. We were just uh, talking about some uh, really important topics. And what I want to discuss today, guys, is just like, just the state of uh, black America and the black community as we see it kind of right now. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, the Vegas uh, mass shooting. Uh, talk about gun control. Talk about mainstream media in 2017. But really, all that ties into the same thing, which is... We as black citizens, right, we got to start looking inward and taking care of our problems a little bit first. You know what I'm saying? And, and what are, like, we need to identify what's going on because there's a lot of progress that I see. And then there's still a lot of, like, uh, standstill, treadmill type of stuff going on in the black community. So, uh, first and foremost, introduce yourselves again to the War Report and then uh, speak about that a little bit, uh, a little bit. Once again, man, it's just win, just the winner. All handles: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just win. Good to be here, man. Yeah, 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 for sure. Just win is back. Peace, peace, peace. It's Mike Hobbs. Glad to be here again in the War Report. Uh, I'm on social media at Mike is Nork. Mike is Nork underscore. All handles. Okay, okay. Now, as I was just saying, right, we were just discussing some stuff um, about taking back the community and one of the things that I learned uh, from a previous interview with uh, my guy uh, uh, Brother Sunflower he, he spoke about uh, his comic book uh, PB Soldier so shout out to them but one of the e episodes he had with his comic book it was with uh, a, a fictional character from North called Sharif and one of his philosophies was that uh, you don't need permission to start taking back your community and shit like that so um, not to add that profanity to it but yeah we don't need we don't need permission to take back our community so what are the key things that we need to focus on in 2017 because 
There's a whole bunch of stuff going on in the outside world that you can contribute to the inside of the black community. But at the same time, we were discussing this a little bit earlier. Trump is kind of making us look a little bit more inward because we're not exactly the, the focal point target. We are still, but there's other targets that have been, you know what I mean, victimized a little bit. Say like you could say Mexican Americans or like illegal immigrants, stuff Shit, like that. Everybody, everybody, he, he, right? He coming, he coming for anybody that look like they a threat to him. He exactly. come for him. He forty eight laws in exactly right now. Exactly. So, how do you think we get past that? I'll leave that open for both of you guys. So I think. Not even before Trump, I think the process to rebuild our community has already began. Okay. Um, I think eight years of Thanks. Obama was was powerful because it allowed us to project outward, like and and see possibilities that we never saw first, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Um, so we we felt really good about ourselves in those eight years because we had a leader that looked like us that showed us that our potential was limitless. That's powerful. Now that we understand that our potential is are, is limitless, we now have to look inward. And Trump is the perfect president or person or, or target, right? That would allow us to look inward to create the things that we need to think to, that we need to create in order for our communities to be stabilized, right? Like um, J. Cole talked about how, like, um, you know, like a lot of the problems that we see in our community starts with our heart. You know what I mean? Like people don't feel as connected. As they did like 30, 40, 50 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 50 years ago, like I could literally go to my neighbor and ask for a cup of sugar. Like, you feel me? If I ain't got it. Yeah. Like even if we was living in poverty, the the standard of living was better because we all were collective. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like right now, because of, you know, certain things that have been placed in our communities to divide us, like we don't feel connected to each other no more. Like even on like the most people who ever felt connected in, in, in our time of being alive in these last 25, 26 years um, is through social media, yeah, right? Facts. And that's not even real. Yeah, like yeah. people see each other on social media and, and won't even and won't even holler at you in the street. Yeah, like well, I'll like all your pictures and won't even say what's up to you when I see you on Hosley. You fake feel world, me? Fake world. Like it's a fake. It's a fake. We create this fake world that's supposed to make us feel connected, but it has done nothing more than perpetuate the disconnection that we really have. Mm. So I think what what like you know what Trump is doing is he's given us the ability to start you know become becoming one with everybody who has been marginalized by this man, right? Mm. Whether it's the Native Americans, whether it's the Mexican Americans. Whether it's the 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 Muslim Americans, whether it's Black people, like we all now have like a common enemy in Trump, and mm. we can. I think that is going to be the start of us bringing back communities of like what it, what the values are like of about the whole and not about the individual. I think you you um you're extremely optimistic with that yeah, point of view. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And um and I like that. I think that that's good. Like. You know, we do need a positive outlook. I think Obama was a good figurehead. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of, you know, um, that he was, you know. Great um, benchmark. Great benchmark. Yeah. Well, it, you know what? He didn't He didn't necessarily fuck it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if, if, if it would have been like, if he would have in any way did anything Trump is doing, 
they would never have a black president again. It would be their whole <laughs> reasoning Facts. for saying like we will never put one in again. You know, yeah, what I mean? one in. Uh... <laughs> yeah, and look and look how he act. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, I just think that like the way Trump acts is like is symbolic that white privilege still exists. Yeah, in full. He's like the he's like I the mean, culture head for white privilege at least but it, for yeah. sure because he, yeah. he's gotten away with things that only he I can mean, get away with y'all just the audacity of this guy yeah to, you know what i mean and i think we all think that yeah. i think even even i think trump supporters are happy that he's in office because of that yeah because well, he's back I, being an audacious white male and like yo the craziest part is i'm i'm really sad for white women a lot of times who support him because I'm like, yo, you, 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 you know what? Do you even support yourself? Cause he, he ain't really for you like that. He not for you, you know. He supports a whole, um, I, and I don't want to say he supports it because I don't know that man's heart, but I know what he represents. He represents something that does not value the women in his life. That that's the type man fair he represents. Statement. That's a fair statement. You know what I mean? So like, if if and and just the way that he presents himself and talks, it's all narcissistic. And and like yo, you know, so like getting back to the question, man. Like I feel like you know you're optimistic about it. I think that we're paying too much attention to like you know um, the bullshit, if you will. Um, too many people on Twitter spending hours arguing when like yo, the revolution will not be on Twitter. Never. The Back. revolution will not be on the ground. You know what I mean? Like no, the in in. The revolution is going to come when you get out in your community and when you do when you do shit when you actually you know take those kids to the park when you when you take those kids to the library mm. when you you know when you mentor when you you know when you read you know a lot of people talking aren't really educating themselves yeah. self educate stop being programmed by a school system that don't love you that never included you never thought about you this whole system was set up excluding us on purpose and then you sitting here trying to fit in it and then wonder why you miserable you know nah i think the only way that we really get to that unification and that happiness that we can achieve as a people is when we start to really really get in our own communities and invest in ourselves self-love is is literally being able to call yourself out sometime mm. to be able to say like yo i'm wrong you know what i spent too much time doing this bullshit i i spent too much time on my phone I need to like, you know what, man? Let me get off my phone, go play with my kids. You know, let me get off my phone, go write my business plan. Let me work on my business plan mm. instead of arguing with this dickhead on Facebook. Yeah, he's a dummy. Yo, you know what? You arguing with somebody, you arguing with somebody who daddy left them a damn business. All right, they got time. Yeah. They got time for that. They could sit on the Twitter and troll because they dad. You know what? They was born into something. We wasn't born into shit a lot of times, and even if we were born into you know shit, it, it, it we are we obviously are in a system that is is made to you know exclude us. So like it's just tougher. You got to work ten times as hard to get the same. They starting at the fifty meter mark. Mm. We running a hundred, and they bad. and they starting at the fifty meter mark laughing. So if you don't if if that doesn't like light a fire under your ass, to like start building your empire. 
Start putting in the work, investing in yourself, loving yourself, taking that time out to write your business plan, work on your business, quit arguing with people, and really, really get in your community and do something. Then I think we're going to get somewhere. But as long as we sitting on Twitter, because the Twitter's a distraction. Trump is getting on that shit to throw you off. He just, man, he, he somebody composed them tweets. He okay them. They probably just throw them shits up just to, like, piss people off. And then he can go do all the bullshit he want to do because people just going to argue about him all day. Mm -hmm. And it's great because there's no such thing as bad publicity to a dude who 48 laws in. It's no such thing. Mm -hmm. You know, think about 48 laws. Make general statements. You know, try to seem <laughs> larger than life. Attack anyone who seems like they, you know, who's smaller than you. Who seems like they're threatening you? Get in cahoots with everyone who who could smash you. You know what I mean? Yeah. The bigger the lie, the better. Mm. All of that shit is for the laws, and he, he and he, we're falling for it. We're falling right into it. We're making this guy like infamous, and that that's where it's like, yeah. yo, stop, take the focus off. So yeah, I feel you. You know, I, I I feel you because this, I think Trump is the pendulum swinging from Obama. Like you know, like. This is payback. Like, oh, so y'all thought y'all got there? Mm-hmm. You know, this is them being pissed off because Obama was there and he did such a good job at being a figurehead. Mm -hmm. I, like now, you know, as far as the politics, we could talk that, but yeah, you know, but as far as being a role model, yeah. Great. Great guy. Great. Our little boy is now growing up wanting to be president. You know? That's a Seven year old boys asking for ties. Let me let me interrupt you, know? you real quick. Now, because one of the things I wanted to ask both of you guys, right, which is which was more policy or, or politics driven, right? O Obama, say what you want to about Obama's uh, policy, decision making, whatever the case may be. Uh, he did bring the country from a recession back to a little bit of prominence. You Facts. Know? So that's a fact. So I'll give him credit where credit is due um, in that. Um, but at the same time, there wasn't like this whole agenda to make like laws to make sure black people were on the right track at the same time. So like, what do you say to the people who expected more from Obama? And then on top of that, like also when we get into like those type of topics right now in the black community, it's almost like, oh, you say something bad about Obama, you coon it or, uh, or, or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, like when do we start to erase the fact that we always don't have to agree with one another, but sometimes just keeping it real and saying that, oh, well, Obama did more for this population than he did for actual black Americans. When when does that start to keep to, to creep into the conversation of everyday life? And then on top of that, it's almost like, when do we get past the point of like not feeling sorry for somebody who has criticisms of a leader like that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. it, it's interesting to me because uh, like I, I used to I used to really like love Obama and then like once once you start reading like different sources, whatever, and you like really get into the aspect of why did why did he make like white people so mad? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't really understand that shit really. But why did he make the people who flip from Voting for Obama to voting for Trump so mad, you know what I'm saying? Like, what yeah. what was it that really got them off off the off the off the bandwagon? And then it's almost like Black Americans at the same time, like we gonna champion Obama no matter what. You know what I'm saying? He's the first Black president. Nobody can change that. But at the same time, it's like 
is he is he beyond criticism within the black community? That's my real question. So my answer to that would be, he's beyond criticism in the public light. Like I'm tired well, of is people. It, well, I'm tired. Are, is, I'm tired. What are we doing right now? I'm is tired. this the public light really, or is this? This, this is, is this, this is public this is for public consumption. Yeah. People are watching this. People are listening to this. But it, it's almost like other cultures, they don't talk about their leaders in in, in public settings. Like you feel me? Like they, yeah, if they that's disagree. True. That's true. They stay if on they code. disagree, like they they still on point with it. Like yeah. they still they still they, have a, they, 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 they rock like, out with a code. That's so true. You feel that's me? A, like that's just true. we gotta get our codes back. Yeah. We gotta be back to the point where if we do disagree like microphone speaking to the mic it's like if we do disagree it's almost like you know it's it's a way that we can do it without attacking one of our own yeah and and that's where we need to be at as a community that's you know i don't i don't like no one's ever going to agree with every single policy decision that a person like comes up with to solve a problem you know what i mean if you don't like it you can run for president exactly and on top of that like there are things like when you get to a certain seat, there are things that have been in motion before you that yeah. you can't stop. You feel me? There are things that like are part of the plan, like, you know what I mean? That you have to, you, you, you I mean, you signed up for the job and you can't stop the, you can't stop the train. Like the, the country's going to keep running. You know what I mean? Like things are going to, things have to get done. Okay. And if you're in that chair, and um, the ball is rolling. Like you can't stop the momentum because you may a hundred and fifty percent disagree with something that like your colleagues are telling you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's necessary for the betterment of the country. Yeah. So I think what people were so upset with Obama was was that not only did he, you know, not only was he a black man in the seat. Yeah. I think that upset a lot of people who were just order, who just never wanted to see a, that, a person of color happened, yeah. like getting that seat. There was also like things that people just fundamentally disagree with on a policy level. Yeah. Like Republicans and Democrats like their biggest like beef is that in my opinion it's not gun control or They're anything really the like same that. Party, man. To me it's like to me. one exactly. one They're group same party to me. one group believes that private sector job growth is the answer to America's problems in, in terms of employment. Okay. Right? What the other group believe? the other group believes that social justice that social no that that government plays a should play a larger role in providing jobs to people and solving the social ills and in, 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 in you know of the world. And they think that they could reach that in through government. Now Republicans on a whole, they feel like private equity and private capital should play a larger role in you know fixing the ills and the wills of the world and you know i think what obama did which was amazing was that he was able to find like a a happy medium between the two like when you see like when you see the economic prominence that that came during his reign like a lot of people criticized obama because of the bailout right yeah like he did that huge bailout and he gave all that money to those corporations who we're on the verge of collapsing, right? Um, and then he also did stuff where he gave the public sector like bones as well, right? Yeah. So like just being able to find that that proper balance in today's economy, like he inherited uh, he inherited a very private sector heavy economy because of you know having Republicans in office for so many 
you know, for eight years prior to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had to save both sides. So I think ultimately, I think people are going to be mad with, with like, you know, his policy views regardless because I think Obama, like for, for although he, I feel like he governed as like more of a pragmatic like you know, um, what do you mean, president? pragmatic? Like he he tried to stay in the middle. Like yeah, he didn't try okay. and lean too He was far. more of a central Democrat. Than yeah, and too by, far on the left, too far on the right. By nature of where he, by nature of of what he inherited, he had to be. You okay. know what I mean? But I also I think like in his mind, and I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a mind reader, but just I think in in his mind, he wanted to be a lot more left, mm. and I think he because of what he inherited. Like he wasn't able to be himself totally, so I'm not criticizing that man in public. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's the past now, but but yeah, but we gotta but, learn from our past. At the same but time. I don't agree with people like Cornel West, like coming out and like saying the things that they said in public on like national radio about Obama, because that just opens up the floodgates for everybody else to start coming at him. You know what I mean? And we are. This is a man who was who they call his wife a monkey. You feel me? Like they called wow. this man's wife a monkey, like in 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 I think I want to say it was I don't want to get this wrong. It could have been I think it was the Washington Post or New York Times or something like that. So it's just like wife a monkey. I'm snapping. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like all the stuff that like this man was dealing with. Like I don't think it's fair for like his own community to be giving it to him on a level that we was giving it to him, like in public. In private, mm-hmm. you see this man at the coffee shop. Holla at him, like you feel me? Well, that's you not see how him it at works. Martha's Vineyard, like that's you see him at Martha's works, Vineyard. Holla at him, like that's not, how that's not how it works, man. You can't just pull up on Obama, man. We don't want to send him like, a letter. He reads, like, nah, he nah. reads the letters at the White House. Send him a letter, like nah, nah. just win. What's your what's your comment on that, man? How do you feel about black people who criticize the Obama presidency, man? Because nothing is perfect, but at the same time. There are people that I know, like cousins, uncles, or, that are more in line with your thinking that no matter what you say about Obama, he was the perfect, like, label head, you know what I'm saying, or role model for black youth, you know what I mean, if they were paying attention on, on a broader scale. Like, he definitely filled that that role. Yo, like like I said, man, like, Obama was what was necessary at the time. Like, yeah. pretty much in accordance with what you were saying, like, Obama was what was necessary at that period, especially coming off of Bush W. You know what I mean? Like, um, gas prices were through the roof. Yeah, it was it was a depression. Yeah, we were people were whatever. It was a breath of fresh air, the breath of fresh air that we all needed in life. We got happy again. You know, we got we got excited, and that's something that even white people who like are racist and hate Obama can't even deny. Yeah. You know, it was a breath of fresh air to have somebody that could calm the Middle East down. You know what I mean? And that like that. So you can you can criticize, you can point fingers, but until you walk in that man's shoes, yeah. And until you had that much responsibility to really, get things yeah. done. Like you know, I I think it's it's just understanding that like, man, in the grand scheme of things, you you got to know that you're not president of black people. You're not president of Democrats. You're president of the United States. That's something that homeboy 45 don't get. Is that you're not president of the people of only the people who support you. You're president of everyone. It takes a great leader to think of the people who hate you and still serve them. 
Cause when you own the shop, you gotta you yo you gotta serve the employees, and you gotta serve the consumers. You the one gotta sweep up. You gotta make sure that the door is locked. You know what I mean? You come early, you leave late until you can pay somebody to come early and leave late. It's your responsibility to serve the. To whom much is given, much is required. And I feel like Obama did a good job of being the first guy with all that pressure on him. Coming at a time where we were really pissed as a country all together suffering. To come in and, and just maintain, just steady the ship, man. Be peace, peace in the midst of a storm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that is, is what I give him credit for. Now, when we get into the details, I don't agree with some of that. I don't, but I, like you said before, there's there's always going to be something that you don't agree with, because we are like you know, I, um, some of us stand to more to the left than others, you know, some of us stand to the right on certain issues. I know when it comes to money, I I stand a little bit more to the right than most people, mm. because I believe that you need to get up off your ass and make it happen yeah. instead of looking for people to put together these like programs for you, you know what I mean? But um. Even still on the other side of things, social issues, I'm like all the way to the left. You know, I I, I just believe in something totally different. I don't I don't think that the the premise of of um of what America stands on as a social society, I don't think that's solid. I think is is totally um unfair. It's built to exclude people, and it's almost like they take pride in it. Like you know, like not only do we want you to stand like okay. We're going, we, <laughs> we're going to create a society, right? Build it to exclude you. Never thought about you in the process of, you know, of building it to include you and make you feel at home at all, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to build up this whole thing. With and then, labor. Yeah, yeah. With free labor, all that, right? And then not only do we expect you to adjust and adapt, but if you, like, you, if you, don't, if you don't pretend to be happy, we're going to call you ungrateful. That's the that's the nerve I want of the you shit. To move on, yeah. Yeah, like no, like you know, and that that right there to me is just like, come on, dog. Like you you know, we already don't feel at home. We already feel left out. Now you going to tell us we got to shut up, grit and bear it, and smile. You know, stand for that. Like nah, man. Like you know, there's some of this social injustice shit that has to change, and I feel like that's extremely important because every time a cop come around me. Hair stand up on my arms like yo get away from me now you could say like yo all cops aren't bad i'm well aware i'm not really trying to take that chance mm. you feel what i'm saying i'm not, not with the shit that, that's going yeah that's going to have me shot up whatever arrested for nothing like last time i got pulled over i got cuffed and thrown in the back for nothing 40 minutes of my time sitting in the back of a cop car for nothing you know, cuffs on too tight, dummy. Like, it's not even no need for this. And, of course, I'm riding away from that. You know what I mean? Ready to, um... But, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm riding away from that, ready to kill shit. I'm angry. You know, because it was unnecessary. It was for no reason. He, They let me go with no paperwork, no ROR, no... no. There was nothing. It was just totally just, oh, well, uh... uh well, we ran and you're cool. This is a ticket and, you know what I mean? In peace. I'm like, bro, now see, you can say like, okay, you know, let, let, like, let's talk about the jobs and like, yeah, that's important. But if I can't ride on the highway without feeling like I'm going to, you know, get embarrassed, you know, thrown over the front of a cop car for nothing, then you let me go. And I'm sitting here telling this story right now. And 
I'm like, look, bro, you, it's nothing here. There's nothing you got. There's nothing going on on this side. If I got to deal with that, then don't you think that's going to affect my dollars? Don't you think that's going to affect my mindset when I go home and, and I'm working on my business? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just really do feel like I stand totally to the left with the social injustice shit and these issues yeah. because they affect how we build. I, like, uh, okay. okay, how about black people don't invest? What do you mean by that black people don't invest? We don't really take chances with investments. We don't we don't really believe in that as much. We don't have the well what type of investment are we talking about? Are we talking about investing in yourself? What are we talking about? Like Man, I'm I'm saying like we're yo, not, we'll we don't have the capital. We we're not born with Okay, we'll spend we'll we'll spend money on bailing our nigga out. Yeah. Before we'll spend money on helping him with his business. It's a fact. So what what is that investing in him? No, bailing him out ain't investing in him. We too busy caught up in keeping our capital in, in, in banks that don't actually lend yeah. to us. We're we're we're. Like that's, I that's, think to me that's there's so where, many. There's so many like black people and just everyday Americans though that still lives like so check to check. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, yeah. like me personally, like I don't live like scraping dollars check to check. But then again, <laughs> I still live at home. So yeah. like. How much responsibility am I really, really like ready to take on financially? I don't know. At the same time, uh, I think that there needs to be more investment as far as support. Support, yeah, if that's what you mean. Support financially and support with 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 just like your time. Because I was on uh, social media this week and somebody like had a post saying like, "Oh, like if you never really like." So like finance, like supported your your friends like business, then that's not your friend. Mm. You know what I mean? And I like I felt bad because I have a friend or whatever that I, I wanted to support, but just couldn't make it out there. You know what I'm saying? But and and I would still like to like you know what I'm saying like do business with them in the future. But it just kind of made me feel like damn, like where are we going with this kind of? You know what I'm saying? Like there's been. We kind of made supporting each other kind of cool, but at the same time, everybody is, is, is kind of doing their own thing and trying to build their own brand at the same time. So it's kind of like a little little rat race kind of to see who's going to make it say? out popping. I don't know. What, what Hope say? He said, these streets is wicked. None of my friends, because none of my friends speak. We all trying to win. I forget how that verse go. But like, essentially. Again, again, yeah. You know, you know the verse I'm getting yeah, at, right? Yeah, from, yeah. yeah, from Reasonable Doubt. Like, but ultimately, I feel like you know you can only support somebody if you're like in a position to 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 extend yourself like yeah you know what i mean sometimes we get so caught up in wanting to support our friends and people that we care about that we that we do it in a way that can be harmful to our own like self yeah. and that's not that's not healthy too that's like that's like that's a form of self-hate like wow. you know what i mean like if yeah. you if you feel like if you are ex- overextending yourself to the point where like you use like say for instance like me like if somebody hit me up like the other day this shit just like literally just happened a couple of days ago like a friend of mine hit me up like yo can i borrow such and such like mind you like i'm all i'm struggling a little bit on my own mm-hmm. but this is my brother so i'm like oh yeah without even thinking like i just i gave him whatever whatever but then like a couple days later i'm like damn like i gotta wait like i'm fucked up in the game until that shit come back you feel yeah. me so that's like to me the, like that's like a that's the thing that you kind of gotta like 
you gotta work on, right? Is you want to help people? You everybody wants to help people. Like I don't think there's a person in this world who just get wake up and be like, "Fuck niggas!" Like yeah. you feel me? Like I don't, I'm not helping nobody. I'm like on my own shit. Mm-hmm. Like there are people who like that, but I think majority of the people I think are good and they want to help people. But it's like you gotta be in a position where you're like self secure. What they say, self preservation is the is the is the art of success, right? When you're when or the key to success rather it's like when you are, are, are preserved in yourself and then you have that excess to, to extend to others that's when you give mm-hmm. that's what jesus says well let's let's establish word. word yeah what let's establish what's help because sometimes it's really not helping somebody to enable them absolutely we enable people a lot you know um yeah he gonna get in trouble again you bailed his ass out he need to sit there Everybody, it ain't free my nigga all the time. Yeah. Sometimes he need to sit there because his dumb ass did something dumb and that he need to smarten up. Is it over for him? No. Do you give up on him? No. But that's not investing in him because real or that's not helping him because really it's just enabling him to go do it again because you know he going to do it again because he always know he could hit you up. You feel me? You always going to get him out that jam. Yeah. And it's like, yo, I they, try not to develop relationships with like that with people. You know what I mean? I try to maybe help, like, and this, it, I'm not sure if you call that selfish, but like, if you see something down the line that could develop as a problem, where it's just like, just the you, you see the signs, right? You see yeah. the signs where like, yo, this is like, it's leading to bad vibes, bad energy, and like, it re, it's leading them down the wrong path. It's stressing me the fuck out. You know it's I mean? it's easy to say that, but yeah. sometimes it's in house. Yeah. Sometimes sure. it's dudes taking care of their mom, and their mom really is the one. You know how you tell your mom no? I don't tell my mom no. You get what I'm saying? But that don't, every mom ain't necessarily great. Yeah. Every mom ain't necessarily thinking. You know what? My son's building a business right now. Let me. You know everybody ain't blessed like me. You know I'm, I'm blessed with that. But I mean to to um to add it, even to go personal my situation. My pop. My pop wasn't, you know, no one to depend on. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? It wasn't no one there, you know, whatever. So when you dealing with a with a situation like that, am I supposed to just keep, you know, um, financially, emotionally, mentally chasing a situation because someone's irresponsible? Because he fucking up? No. In that, and it's tough. It's tough. I'm not saying that you're wrong. You, you're on point, but I'm saying that it, it just, you know, just to further the issue for our community, sometimes it's tough. It's tough when your uncle come ask you for that five and you know what he going to go do with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Come on, just run to the store. Like, no, you not, man. You know, I just want to grab some food. No, you don't. I'll take you to get some food, man. Know what you're doing, you know, and I've been in that situation before, like, yeah, firsthand. And it's like, am I helping him? But you know how you how I tell my family no you know I have a tough time with that because it, it strike me at a, at a real personal spot and that's something that I know a lot of brothers and sisters go through in our community where we we really do have people around us that are close to us that been there for us but we but they at a point where we know we ain't helping them and then to to further it to say like yo that we need to invest more when you see somebody is waking up early as shit really busting their ass. Support them. You see them out there in the hot ass sun with some waters. I don't care what you gonna go do with it. At least you ain't just asking me. You literally out here supplying. I'm consuming. It's hot. I I respect that. 
You get what I'm saying? I yeah, respect I like the young that. bulls who do that. I I be happy for him. I be like, yo, you you enterprising. I like it. That's what I want. I just want some I want to invest in my people. I want to see people who are like coming up with clever ideas, finding ways to monetize them. You know, like when we we need to think more like that. We need to push each other to think more like that. You know, when so when I get in them situations now, what I do is I be like, yo, I'll give you the money, but it's gonna come with 30 minutes of having a rap with me. Cause we're gonna talk about what you could do to not ask me no more. And, and like, you know what I mean? And usually that weed out the assholes, <laughs> like, yo, cause they don't wanna spend that 30 minutes building. Yeah. They, you know what I mean? They don't, you know what I mean? And, and you're gonna have to spend some time, me, and we're gonna have to, this trade off is gonna be, I'm gonna give my money, but I'm gonna give you some time and some, some we're gonna talk some game too. Cause you're not just gonna, you know, you're gonna have to, like, damn, I always got, he always wanna talk. And then I'll be like, yo, well, I'm into investing. And if I, maybe in this conversation, cause I mean, you could talk to like 300 kids, right? And you'll see six that get sparked. And you'd be like, yeah, it was worth it. Yeah. And then that one who hit you in the DM and be like, yo, I just went and cop thinking go rich. I just, you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm working on read. I just cop law of attraction. Or oh, I just looked up Marcus Garvey, yo. You, yeah, I'm, I'm on it like, and it, and it just makes it all worth it. And you'd be like, yo, if we did that, imagine how it would catch on. Imagine if we made it cool to be in, the, you know, entrepreneurs. Yeah. You know, in, in, in a, in a legit sense. You know, instead of it always being selling dope is the option. Hustling, being, you know, gang banging is the real family. Like it's, you know, I, I can't blame them when. Those guys invest in them. They put money in their pocket and be like, go flip it. And put them on the game of how to go do it and how to feed they so. Mm-hmm. And and how actually to maintain. Yeah. And then I'ma tell them to stop when when I won't do the same. But then I go to church and they look at me and be like, get it yourself. You know? So I just I think we need to rearrange that in our community mm-hmm. of getting back to like what is help? How do we how do we really help our people? And how do we stop enabling? Yeah, and just just distinguish the, the difference, difference between the two. Yeah, distinguish the difference between help and enabling. That's pretty key, Mike. What's your what's your opinion on that, man? Because Yo, me personally, it's like, damn, like how the hell do I help my community the most? You know what I'm saying? Is it this? Is it this platform? You know what I'm saying? Is that just? Is it just me just focusing in and like? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's it's weird. So. Just went definitely nailed, like, nailed it. You, yeah. tell, you know what I mean? Like, there has to be a give and take, right? You know what I mean? Um, from my personal experience yeah, of doing a lot of community work over the years, a lot of that shit, unpaid work, right? Um, you know, there comes a time where, like, you can give, 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 mm-hmm. and not be receiving... Like at the same level that you're giving, yeah, and that's 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 to me that's a that's a form of self hate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you allow yourself to be dragged down or to not receive the blessings that should be coming to you via the work that you put in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like that's honestly that's a detriment to the community. To me, like yeah. there's people who, and I'm not gonna say no names, but there's people who really put in work with the community on a daily basis don't see no coin from it and 90% of their time 
is geared toward engaging folks and doing the work. Yeah. And we and those people are invaluable because they help so many people. But like if they not helping themselves and they in the hospital at forty and fifty yeah. dying, you feel me, having heart attacks, having strokes, like you're shortening your impact. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you need to, we need those people like who really care are community centered to be able to be able to take care of themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I, and I think striking that balance is is what allows people to really do great things in the community. Not just giving away your time and not seeing nothing from it, but giving away giving your time but being able to enterprise that time in a way that allows you to amplify the work that you're trying to do. Mm. Um to me that's that's where you that's where we really see the the benefits. That's the that's the progress. That's the, that that's the progress that we need. Yeah. yeah, we don't need people just out here protesting and out here marching and rallying. They they hearts away. Yeah, but they gotta go home and there ain't no food in their fridge. Facts. You feel me? Like we, we don't need people out here taking care of everybody. Everybody in the community, kids, like making sure that. They getting they walking the school safe, making sure that they at the school board meetings, like hollering about about park, about this, about that. But they go home and their kids don't even really like don't even got like nice kicks on their feet. Yeah. You feel me? And their kids feel like shit. Yeah. You feel me? This like that can't be the case. They, That's they, crazy. Like their kid you know is getting I mean? like a reverse psychology almost like, oh, what my parents are doing ain't even really worth Working, yeah. you know what I mean when it really is because that person that's doing all that work isn't really a community champion. It, it just so happens the way kind of it's funny the way it works in Newark is almost like that person that you're describing almost develops more enemies than friends often. You know what I mean because they're challenging the power structure over here. They're asking questions that they don't want to like the power structure doesn't want to ask. Right or want to or want to answer rather, um. So that same person, it, it whether whether the people disagree with their methods, you know what I mean. Overall, they have a sense of community, right? They have a sense of the next generation, but they're developing enemies because the person who sees it their way, or or just sees like the power game and, and their forty eight laws in it, as you would like to say, they don't want to hear that shit a lot of the time. And I and I bring that up because one of the questions I wrote down for today is almost like, like what like what is the state of black leadership even look like right now? Like is it is is it the Congressional Black Caucus? Is, nah. is Obama's gone. Nah, or Obama's gone. It's rap. It's rap music. It's rap. Rappers rather. Yeah, it's rap. Those it are is. our leaders. Yeah, you're right about that. It's Those rap. are the people. Who, I agree. It's funny. It's funny. Uh, just cause it's funny you bring that up because it's real. It's so relevant. Right, uh, where I work or whatever, and the TV's on, and my female coworkers are watching uh, Empire and the show that comes on after it, right? And uh, just like an advertisement comes on, and it's DJ Khaled, and he's talking about the BT Hip Hop Awards, right? Now, if you put anybody else who doesn't, who isn't as relevant in his his voice, that doesn't like open up the ear as much as Khaled does right now, I might not even look up. At the TV and really understand what the ad is all about, but because I hear Khaled's voice endor- endorsing something, I'm looking straight up and seeing what the commercial is about. Oh, it's the BT Hip Hop Awards. Oh, how do they know that people watching Empire would be their market? You know what I mean? It's it's, yeah. it's crazy, man. It's you're right about that, man. Hip hop, 
rappers, the relevant names in hip hop, pretty much all our leaders right now. Like, yeah, I, that's what, all it is. All we got, pretty much. What I love about maybe Doctor Umar, people like that. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, like, what I do, okay. Even I grew up in church, so I use a church example. N- nobody really wanted to hear the pastor talk until we heard the music. Mm. We really, I mean, come on. It's like it, it was made to happen that way. It kind of opened up your heart. Mm. The mu- That's what music do. That's what music was made for, man. Music could soothe the savage. You know what I mean? It soothe the beast. So, like, when you out there in that field and you living your life, you walking that block or you coming from that plantation, that cubicle, whatever you in, working for that guy that don't even love you, don't like you, what do you need, man? You need something to calm you. Mm-hmm. So when I throw on Pac, it literally puts me in my zone. Now to, that's Pac. He gone. You know, it's been a long time. So like, Recipe's boom. Pac. Me, when I throw on Future, when I throw on Thugger, when I throw on, you know, the, the some of the trap cats that I like. You know what I mean? Like, because, I mean, we all, I mean, you whether you like Uzi or whether you like Yachty, or, it's, it's your twist. You know, is it is um whatever floats your boat or finds your lost remote. You know, like it's cool. Do your thing, but like when I throw on what I like, it calms me and it puts me in a mind frame where I'm ready to receive something new, some new information. Mm. So I, you know, I think that that's why rap does it. It's always been throughout history the drum major that leads the military. Mm. The band walks in front of the military. Why? Because it prepares you know what I mean it, it prepares you, you it puts that, you that in order, a mindset. mindset rap is literally the drum majors you know walking the the drum line walking in front of us as a military as a movement as mm-hmm. a group it yeah. it starts with that so that's why it has so much power and that's why Jay-Z and Kanye and those guys who are the heavyweights in the game, if you will, the real presidents or, you know, Senate, if you want to call them that in the game, they have more influence than, than, than most of your local politicians. You know what I mean? Your mayors and your, you know, yeah. um, in the game. Because, I mean, like, yo, like I said, there's that power to that, that literally grabs people's heart. And, you know, we, they have, um, the, the problem is in it that, um, we dropped the ball with a lot of information. Mm. Now Jay really did it with his last album. You know, he, he do it with all his albums. He always drop a few gems for you and all that. He make it entertaining, but he drops some gems. You know, um, I don't need to bring up the names. We know who Nas is. We we know how I go all the way back to Rock Kim. Then we know who was really giving us the knowledge to get us yeah. through. You know, whatever. But I must say that a lot of people dropped the ball in the sense of like. We we even find a way to have a problem with that. Mm. Like, say for instance, like we got all these wait, wait, old. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? We'll, we'll we act like it's Uzi's job to educate us. Yeah. No, well, Uzi yeah. is just giving you a, a weekend break from your struggle. That's it. If you like it, enjoy it. Hey, you know, light you an incense, <laughs> sip some, whatever you do to it. Dance, sweat it out. You do, know what I'm saying? Do that. That's what we do. We're ceremonial people. We love to dance. We love to enjoy ourselves. It doesn't have to be for any particular reason. We used to do it in church. 
They just play music. Don't do, 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 do. And people like run around the church. It's like they get they, that emotion out from the struggle of the week. Mm. That's necessary. It's therapeutic. Mm. You feel me? So don't come at Uzi like he's supposed to automatically educate you because that's not his lane. He he ain't at that point in life. Maybe he will get there. Mm. You get what I'm saying? But I think that there's a beauty in what you know. Even Uzi Yachty or the guys that you call you call so called mumble rap. Like yo, there's a beauty in it because at least they're saying like yo, you know, be young. Mm-hmm. They Have fun. like yeah, Have like fun on all you old heads who take shit too seriously. Yeah, button. This is for you. This button. Cool out. Enjoy your girl. Have a good time. Smile. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Smile before it's yeah. too late. It's like funny. it's funny. Laugh. What Pac, what Pac say? Pac was like after thirty, ain't no more, ain't no more young niggas in the struggle, right? <laughs> you feel me? Because by thirty. You know, society has beaten joy out of you, and to the point where you like you like you frustrated with society at mm-hmm. a different level than when you're young. Yeah, stress to take a young nigga, give him an old face. You heard all day. Yeah. So it's like I feel as though when it comes to like black leaders, like and just to kind of segue into the conversation about Uzi, just just for a tad bit, then I'm a I'm a I'm gonna skip back to my my real point. Um, people are upset because. Social media and the internet has given younger artists a larger platform, a, l- a larger platform than what folks are used to. Like you know, like p- prior to like you know social media, like uh, like corporations choose who they wanted the stars to be and the amplified messages. Right now that that has kind of been taken away from that, and people are organically building followings and building stardom, like through social media. Like um, you got old heads who are just who are frustrated because they had to deal with that old system who are just taking their frustrations out on whoever the new young target is, whoever the biggest young target is. Yeah. So I don't I don't really pay attention to like the like the arguments. Like people say they judge the they judge the art and say whatever whatever. But to me, like it's about like and this is on a spiritual level. Like black music has always had spiritual like qualities to it. You know what I mean? And when we talk about um, the power of that, right? Like the power of the influence of, 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 of our music has been amplified because of the fact that we're not the largest consumers of it anymore. Mm. Like white people are consuming. Yeah. White people, Asian people, blue people, black people, pink people are consuming. They idolize that shit. This hip hop culture at levels that have not been seen like in history, right? Mm-hmm. So like now... Our influence as a people, like, is such a such is such broad, is much more broader yeah. than what we ever could have imagined hip hop being, right? Yeah. So when we talk about now to talk about the leadership aspect of this, right? Like, I think black, I think we have some um, some black leaders who kind of need to get out the way, right? The state of black leadership Thank in you. America, like this. Say that again. The state of black leadership in America, um, and when I and. Like I think there's leaders who need to get out the way. Oh, there are okay, people, yeah, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going like just go out here and start dropping names because I'm sure you guys could imagine who I'm talking you about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, there's folks who are just who have like they still have a lot of control over the older generation though. because, but they're poverty and they're pimps. not, and they have no plans on going. But away. they're poverty pimps. Like they find the issues, they find issues that they can like exploit. monetize and exploit, and they stick around and do that. And like a lot of times. 
like you know corporations since they they understand like oh we got a corporate responsibility like and those these people have clout right they have followings old people young people whoever yeah like they got the game figured out in a way that they can continue to get these donations from these corporations and they just squander the money mm-hmm. or they do or they do they do stuff like I'm not even going to, like if I say if I get in specifics like people will know exactly what I'm talking about so I'm not going to do that because um, I got respect for my elders mm-hmm. you feel me I'm not going to like you know attack them yeah like how we were just saying don't attack people in public like you know do it in private like when you run up on them you see them in person mm-hmm. like then you then you say your piece because yeah. you'll get a real response that way but ultimately the state of black leadership is such that there's there's people who are continuously like trying to craft and mold the influence and i think they have to feel like those people need to feel more comfortable in the in in their in their in their own accomplishments to feed into the the fade into the background now like the mm-hmm. the world has changed in such a way that the issues that we're facing as young people mm-hmm. like you can't even understand and this is not me this is not being and cocky not, they they haven't really reached like the mainstream thought of consciousness as far as exactly. other black people are concerned exactly but this, and it's not even being cocky right yeah. yeah like you can't tell me you understand the digital divide when you can't even use your phone mm. you can't tell me that you got a solution for how to fix how to prepare people for the new workforce that's coming with automated cars and self-dri- self-driving cars and all that type of stuff when you don't even know how to use Twitter. Like, you can't tell me you coming up with these solutions, but you then soliciting corporations for money to solve those issues, right? Mm. Like, to me, like, that's a problem. You know what I mean? Because you're just, you're like, you're, you're, you, you call yourself trying to create a solution but you're really just tapping the resources that these young people with the ideas need to actually have access to. Mm-hmm. Like you got the game, you understand the game, you got you've created a lane. Now feel comfortable enough in your legacy to put somebody else on who actually has the creativity mm-hmm. to create the Yo, solutions that we need going forward. You, you, you literally though, just went there. You, I think I think those people are a little bit controlled enough to the point where the person controlling them will never allow them to do that. But you black, you black. And yeah. if you're real, if you're real, like if your heart is still in your work and you not, your ego is not in the way, mm-hmm. you understand by now that you've outused, you, you outlived your usefulness. It's all ego. You, you, out, you outlived your usefulness. Mm-hmm. I'm sure like we won't, we won't, we won't, we never got a chance to see Martin Luther King and Malcolm X grow into old age and see how they like. You know how they evolve with the times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And if they would have gotten out the way or whatever, whatever. But like, I would like to think that you know, people understand or are conscious enough in their own selves to understand when their moment is fleeting. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. Like we gotta stop feeling so egotistical about doing about the good work, right? We feel like because we had our moment in the 60s or the 70s and we just were like, you know, we were on top of the world that like we got to we have to stay at the top of the world. Mm. Like we got to struggle to stay there when there's young when there's somebody who could like, change the world could change the world. You could you could you could make the decision to put him on that he could change the world. Well, but your the black leaders aren't aren't willing to take that chance. They're not you willing to do it. Well, you do you. There's a way for you to stay at the top, in my opinion, till you die. 
Mm-hmm. It's just to keep evolving. I think people get too egotistical and caught up with the person they perceive themselves to be or what they were. And they just want to stay there. It's lazy. It's like evolve. Keep moving to a different thing. If you move, if you keep evolving, you you will organically move out of the way. Mm. Because you're not going to be trying to fly when you walking. Mm. You same know what I'm saying? Said, the same way that he flying yeah. right now. Jay-Z, the same way Jay-Z moved from the, the consciousness of having the nicest car or having the nicest bling, having the nicest watch, whatever the case may be. He's evolved. Let the young cats take that, like the young thugs, yeah. the futures of the world it, 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 that want to floss is still it, is it, is, in the Drakes or whatever the case may be. He's moved on to the higher consciousness it's, right it's, now. Is Nas hurting? No. Is Jay hurting? No. no. They have moved on. And let they letting Cole and Kendrick do them. You get what I'm saying? And it works. You know, you don't necessarily have to be trapped. You don't have to flavor flavor yourself. Mm. You you can take the clock off and put on a tie and make it cool. You can move on. You know what I mean? But you're right. The poverty pimp thing, they just that's their way of like, you know, you know, I guess feeding their addiction of greed. Because mm. they got money. But like you know, they just want that. I guess they, you know, they want the spotlight. It's hard to come off the stage, you know, whatever. But that's when you end up overstaying your welcome. You know, it's like that athlete on the field or court that you know you come on, coach somebody, <laughs> coach somebody. You limping, or, but you just you just want to keep putting on that uniform because you don't want to evolve. You don't want to do the hard thing. You don't want to. You don't. You don't have to walk away from the game. You just need to walk away from putting that uniform on and beating your body up. But you can go help someone else. You can go take a front office job. You can go learn something new. And that's what them guys don't want to do. We got to like push ourselves to learn new things every day. And and even when you're in your like prom, start learning for that time when you so you can be in your prom and something else when it when you when you have time to sit around more. Mm-hmm. You prepare yourself for that moment. The, the younger guys in their 20s who flying right now, when you, bro, you're not going to be able to do that when you're 40. Word. So start preparing yourself for when you will be able, you know, to to look at it as an opportunity. I, I won't be running around and jumping as much. So I will, you know, be sharpening my brain, mm-hmm. knowing that I'll have more wisdom then and I'll be able to lead. You know what I mean? Because like, yo, the, the um, you know, the, the, um. The wise paved the way, and the, the old and the wise paved the way. Mm-hmm. The young and the vibrant, you know, they're the ones who like really, really drive the car. Yeah, Word. you know what I mean. Like and like that's that's what it's about. And I think it plays into the Willie Lynch theory mm-hmm. of like you know the old hating the young, young hating the old. It's happened in hip hop too, which is our like leadership. Yeah. You know, like it's happened where you got guys that like you know were rappers back when. That's complaining about all of these younger guys. And I'm like, yo, you know, you know, um, all the disco guys were complaining about y'all mm-hmm. scratching their records up. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were complaining about y'all not using melody. Yeah. Because they felt like you didn't really have talent. And you just wanted to talk. He's going to talk over the song. Ooh, that ain't real music. Da, da, da. You went through the same thing. And now you're doing that. To these these guys who are starting something new. Let me ask you a question. Man. Let me ask you a question. Do you think the younger generation really has an appreciation for the old school hip hop so, culture, though, or is that is that kind of like that's kind of like another kind of issue if we 
kind of agree that it is one. You know what I'm saying? The fact that uh, maybe the younger generation are younger than us, they don't give a shit about what, 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 Wu Tang Clan. What's up with that? this whole thing with a young? I don't, I don't get that. I, what's up with these? Young, what's up with this whole thing where the younger guys are supposed to be more mature than the older guys? Mm. Like, yeah, they young and they stupid. They don't yeah. even know why they should respect it yet. Yeah, you're the calm one. Sit him down and tell him. Put him on to it. Yeah. it. It's not. I don't think. So they, don't blame them for that. Yeah, I don't they're think they're in that era where they don't have to really know about it. What if they choose to with the internet? They could always look back. I think that's how I found out. I think, why should it matter? I think at nineteen, I think it's a little crazy to have an expectation that I know thirty years worth of music and I'm only nineteen years old. Unless that, unless I'm a musician since eight. And all I do is listen to music. Ain't no way in hell I'm gonna know every single <laughs> old school joint from 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 KRS One, and I'm and I'm born in ninety ninety nine. Like okay. that's crazy. That's ridiculous. But I think and I, but I think to to kind of go back to the old versus young thing, right? And and African culture, like one thing about like the whole Willie Lynch thing is that we've been so far removed from our own culture mm-hmm. that we don't really know. The steps we need to take to repair these things. Yeah. But in African culture, like the old are revered. You know what I mean? Like they're treated like royalty. Mm-hmm. So, like I feel like in African culture, like it's easier for an older person to step aside because he's not being pushed aside or mm-hmm. tossed aside. Yeah, like he's, he's trash. He's so heavily he's able respected. To, he's so heavily respected that he's that he ages. Until gracefully, gracefully yeah. out until he exits the stage. And they say, "Here, my son." And he, here, my son. Kingdom is for you. Absolutely. Yeah. But the way that the way that we have our society in America as Black people is, it's like yeah, the young people just be looking at their watch, like, "All right, yo." Like no respect. We, it's when you about to get up. When you about to give up that chair, like my man's ain't even really get. He, he, he the chair's still. He ain't even get his cold. ideas like, out yet. It's still cold. Like you feel yeah. me? Like but. It's it's the environment that we in that creates that kind of that kind of feeling where we feel like that we that we a sense of urgency mm-hmm. that makes us want to make these decisions where we just trying to like expedite the process. Yeah. But I I think ultimately like young and old people have a lot to learn from each other. Like my grandfather used to say this to me all the time. Like mm-hmm. with my wisdom and your youth, like we could conquer the world. Exactly. You feel me? And until as a community, like we get back to the point where we understand that it's not just the youth that's winning. It's not just the. It's not just like our our perceived wisdom that has the answers. It's the combination of both the creativity mm-hmm. of the youth and the wisdom of the old that gets us to the that gets us across the finish line. We gonna still have these like intergenerational clashes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But. I digress. I feel like I'm. I'm a. I believe in a utopia, right? I believe that like people can change, people can grow, and they can create the society that we that we keep that we're talking about right now. Like as long as people are willing to sacrifice and put in the work, I feel like we can we can change all these things that are are t- today problematic in our communities. But it's gonna take a lot of work. And you know, people just gotta be willing to bear the pain. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, I, I think people just gotta get out of that ego shit, you know, Word. and just put the greater good at the forefront mm. and say like, "Yo, it's about the team," you okay. know. Um, like, um, I think we spoke about this last time. A team is best off when no one cares who gets the credit. You mm. said that yeah, last time. Facts. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, and that's I think, you know, um, with a with a lot of older people. Their goal is to make younger people feel like you don't know nothing. 
And like that is disrespectful. Yeah. Because everybody knows something. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? If you didn't know something, you wouldn't be capable of learning anything else. So that's stupid. That, that premise right there discredits you. And that's why these young cats don't respect it because there's no respect given to them. And of course, they expect respect to be extended to them. They kids. Yeah. yeah. You get what I'm saying? They young. They we- feel like if I'm going to learn from you, you're supposed to know more than me. So you're supposed to be the one who's doing better than me. You know what I mean? And, yeah. that, and that is where it's like, yo, it's really up to the older ones to get out of their feels and and like and and create that situation teach them how to respect teach them you know to listen mm-hmm. you listening is taught it's not something you just come out the womb doing you want what you want when you come out the womb you ain't listening to shit you want you want to eat when you want to eat you know what i mean you, you, you know what i'm saying yeah so it's like yo i think that this is something that we just need to get back to the um to school because yo don't expect the school system to educate your child it's not going to happen They're not going to teach them to listen They're going to program them Yeah You get what I'm saying They're going to program them To not listen to you Yeah You know what I mean So like I, In that right I say like You're right The younger guys They got to learn to listen But I don't think The onus is on them To to want to learn About some shit That don't love them mm. You get what I'm saying You You First you get their ear Then you get their heart mm. You get what I'm saying We and I, I mean, I know I'm, I'm like kind of going out there, but I mean, I think it's a good example. Like, we as black people, we got, we have some of the dopest shit in the world, some of the dopest product, but our delivery is horrible. What do you mean by that? Like, man, you can go, you can go. Okay, this is the difference between like, you know, a hundred dollar um, macaroni and cheese, mm-hmm. and you know. Um, some shit that's 350. Yeah. Alright. Um, yo. Macaroni and cheese that's a hundred dollars is gonna have like truffles. It's gonna be on fine china. It's gonna have parsley. Yeah, it's gonna the be the ambiance like, of the situation like, is gonna be it, beautiful. It's gonna, have like it's gonna be cook. served to you in a certain way pot. with respect. Yeah. It, they're gonna ask you how you want it. They're gonna sprinkle shit on it to give it a little extra flavor. They're gonna whatever. We will have some of the best basic mac and cheese you could possibly have, and then throw that shit in a greasy ass paper bag, and be like, "Yo, take that shit." That's not how you supply, all right? Mm. The the people, the dopest suppliers, know that like, yo, it's like, you know, Rich Porter. He put that shit in the bag, say more better. Mm-hmm. He knew how to package it. That's what made him entrepreneurially successful. Mm-hmm. Be a smart guy that knew it was about packaging. It was about how it was. I, it was my image and how I portrayed myself. I had to project success for people to want to follow me. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, I think that it's important to know that, like, it's all how you dress it up. If you if you come around me and you look fly in your tie and your suit. With your, you know what I mean, with your handkerchief and your and your derby on and all that, yeah. and you try and you school me, I'm way more likely to listen to you. Than, you know what I'm saying? Then if you come around me and you dirtier than me, and you you know you lazier than me about taking care of yourself, and you try to drop knowledge, like nah, that's that's I'm not saying that you know everybody gotta be in the fashion and shit like that. Don't get me wrong. I'm just literally saying that's a fact. If you got a young cat and he loves Jordans. 
he gonna want to see you in your finest way of doing things. So if you expect him to pull his pants up off his ass, then like yo, then you know, then you you need to like conduct yourself in a way where you present yourself as the role model. As right. to what he needs to see yeah. And I feel like we just need to work on our delivery with stuff Because we have some great things to say We got some great ideas We have some great products mm -hmm. But we need to deliver them the right way And I think that like People would respond better mm. to, to our greatness If we really just concentrated on our delivery Because we know this man Sometimes it ain't what you say It's how you say it All day You feel me? And the way that we talk to these kids is fucked up You literally yelling at them Calm down how what the kid looking at you like you don't make no damn sense right now yeah you telling me to calm down by yelling that shit at me <laughs> way to go bro yeah you're real smart I'm, I'm really listening to him you get what i'm saying yeah. these kids that that's actually pretty smart on their part you know is they're picking up on some real like you know something real like yo i'm not listening to him you know what i mean so i yeah i just think that's a big part of our leadership is that you know is is you know, I think that's the dopest part about Obama. The dopest part of, about Obama is he great knew delivery. how to talk to people. Yeah, great Word. delivery. He knew how to talk to people. He knows how to talk to people. I'm talking about this man like he gone. But like <laughs> he knows how to talk to people. He knows Word. how to deal with people. You know what I'm saying? He he knows how to like the tone of voice to speak in when he wants to like, you know, um, something that was real dope um, yesterday, the way Kenya Martin got it, Jeremy Lin. About having the dreads and your last name's Lynn. You might have a point, but the way you presented it was horrible. Mm. As you sit there scruffed out, you know what I mean? Like not even you ain't even brush your your, you know, African hair. And as you clown this guy, right? And then he come in the comments and his response after you clown him about having dreads, man, we wouldn't let you be on the team with that. Your last name is Lynn. I see you wanna be black. You wanna be black. You may have a point. But the way you presented it was horrible and it was just mean, right? Yeah. And then Jeremy Lin comes in the comments and nicely says, yo, it's cool if you have your opinion. I can understand that. I mean, I think it's cool that you have Chinese tattoos. You know what oh. I mean? Like, yo. And, and he was like, but I think that the, the more we show respect to each other's coaches and we like each other's coaches and embrace it, the further we go in, in the whole grand scheme. That comment, straight on. that, that, that fade he just shot him he was shot that. that nice fade he just shot him got more likes than the post and it was on oh, kenya martin's page why the delivery the delivery of the message was was concise and it was just put in a way that was just like he didn't even have to he didn't even seem mad and he thanked him at the end for being like somebody he used to have his poster on the wall and all. I'm like, yo, you he shot him the the ill fade. You know what I mean? So one hit a quitter. Yeah, you know, I, you know, as a as a Nets fan, I was definitely torn. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a, just now first I'm a, not I'm a, this. I'm a I'm a Kenyon Martin slam cover chest pulled out tattoo. <laughs> Kenyon Martin fan, you feel me? So like. I was, there, but shout out to him. I mean, I, I definitely understood the, the the what he was trying to say about Jeremy Lin, but like you said, delivery was completely off. And I think, in terms of like, to, to flip this a little bit, like we think it's a rite of passage to be disrespectful to our youth. <laughs> we think because we think because we went through it with our elders, it's okay to perpetuate that same mindset, that same sickness, that same negative energy. 
to our young people because we had to deal with it and they got to deal with it too in order for them to become men. Nah, like that's not true. That's not true. Sure. Like we 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 supposed to be we supposed to be progressing as people, right? Ain't no way in hell you telling me we progressing if you trying to put me through the same shit you went through just to prove a point. Yeah. Like that's not that's not intelligent to me. That's like moving backwards. Like yeah. You feel me? Like every not progressive. Every <laughs> every group of young people that have ever stepped foot on this earth when they were born, like they were born innately with another level of intelligence than the generation before them. Accept exactly. that shit. Like don't try and downplay them. Don't try and talk negative about them. Don't talk don't try and like, you know, depreciate the 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 the, the level of evolvement that these young people have been blessed with. Because they blessed Like Yeah Don't be mad at me Because I was born in 92 You was born in 76 Like that's not a That's not my fault Like It's not my fault I was born innately Like You know Connected to this digital stuff That you gotta learn Take hours to learn And I could pick it up In 2.5 Like it's not You shouldn't be envious about that Like You should figure out a way That you could Like you should sit back And be like Damn like Like this kid Like These kids are like they they really good at this stuff like without even having to try like how can we like put them in a position to be the leaders of this you feel yeah. me like let's not let's not put them through let's not run them through the maze like let's shorten let's shorten their 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 path to success you feel me mm. and we as and not even we because I'm still a young person you feel me and like even the young people under me like I ain't never I yeah. never I don't treat them the way that the older people treated me. You yeah. feel me at that same age like so for me it's about how do you figure out like how to empower young people mm-hmm. versus how you figure out how to like keep them in the same or worse position than than than, than they were when you found them. Mm. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, you just man, you just whole a whole sermon. Um, was no, just man. a little <laughs> just a time check nah, right? it's so uh, true though. 1 hour and 10 minutes. So we've been flowing for a while. Yeah, we, we out of soundtrack too. Yeah, we out of soundtrack right now. So I mean, we could, I mean, we we still ain't even talk about the Vegas, know, the Vegas Vegas shooting and all of that stuff, man. I think we could say that for another. We could say that for another time. Yeah. Oh, it's it's yeah. I think it's probably important to say it for another time. Yeah, yeah that's it's that's, because of like the let it die down and still talk about it because it, it it shouldn't go away. Yeah. yeah. Going. Yeah, so we're going to give out our social media handles. You can follow me at the War Report Radio on Twitter, straight through War War underscore Report underscore Radio on Instagram. Uh, Be on the lookout for our iTunes podcast section, War Report Radio Series. I'm sure you guys like and subscribe. I'm going to hand it over to Mike Hobbs and Just Win. They're going to give you their social media. And hopefully we'll be back uh, next Friday if you guys are down again to just do another roundtable discussion. Man, I like this, man. We, we get into it, man. You guys right. can go take it away. Again, my name is Mike Hobbs. Just want to thank y'all. Especially thank the World Report for having me on again. Um, let's keep this energy going. My, uh, my hashtag everything, um, I mean, my handles rather, is uh, MikeIsNork underscore. Um, Instagram, IG. Mike is Nook underscore. Peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and also shout out to the War Report, man. Thank you. Shout out to you guys, man. Appreciate yeah, you guys. Thank for you for through, having yeah. me. I, I love the discussion. Once again, 
I'm just win, just the winner, spelled correctly. All handles, um, IG, Facebook, Twitter. I'm friendly. I'm on it all. You know. So yeah, it was great. We signing yeah. out, man. Uh, make sure you guys like, subscribe on on iTunes podcast page, Underworld Report Radio Series, man. We're signing out. Peace.